Today's lesson is about group boundaries and how they, how groups decide who's in, who's out, and all of that kind of stuff. It starts with in-groups versus out-groups. Now these sound like they're different groups, but they're really not. They're, they're different ways of looking at the same group. So think of your friends or your family. There are certain things that they do that indicate that people belong inside that group. So like uh, you got your friends who are all the, the kids who like to, to hang out together and, uh, well, I should have thought of the word in the first place, the, the YouTubers. <laughs> so you've got all the YouTubers together. Uh, what makes them the YouTubers? Well, they're filming stuff all the time. They're talking all the time. They're, they're doing stuff. They're looking at their number of likes and, and subscriptions. And, and this is the kind of thing this is the kind of thing that they do. People who are in that group will do similar things or at least can communicate about those things. Who's out of that group? Well, people who don't do those things. The same thing if you look at a group, say uh, a sports team, uh, they, they come together and they all do similar things uh, indicating that they're, they're in. They, they play the same game, they dress similarly, they act similarly. And of course, who's out would be the people who don't do those things. So you are in some groups and out of other groups. The ones that you're in, they call in groups. The ones you're out, they call out groups. So think about your own group. Just pick any group that you're in. Who is in, what makes them in, and what makes someone else be out. Now, every group has to establish boundaries. So a, a good way of thinking about this is the cool kids or whatever. Well, the media people in Hollywood, who are, of course, older than me, they try to show you who's cool and who's not, but it's not always accurate. More importantly, it doesn't always last. So what seemed cool when you were 10, like these girls, if you're looking at the PowerPoint, it's not cool anymore in 2021 or 2022 or 2023. It just it changes. Now, we decide our own norms, what, what's normal for us, by looking at what we call a reference group. These are the groups that we look up to, to decide how to act. And we might be members and we might not. A good example is the Beatles. Um, people in the United States, they weren't members of the Beatles. I mean, there were four, five, if you count the switch in the drummer. Five people can say they're members of this, but yet they were a reference group for so many people that you had an entire generation wandering around with bowl haircuts, which was a terrible haircut. It always was, and it still is. But they were popular because that was the reference group. It's important that you know that reference groups can also be negative. Negative in the sense of they might lead you to do negative things, and negative in the sense that you might be like, well, I don't want to be like them. They aren't people that I want to look up to. All right, now, speaking about groups and, and who you interact with, this is the perfect time to talk about a social network. Your social network is everyone that you interact with, uh, all the people that you have a social relationship with. Um, what do they... What do they do with our society? Well, they provide a few things 
first is they provide a sense of belonging. We know that we fit in our group because we're there with them. We spend the time with them. Um, we humans have a need to feel like we belong. We learned about that with the monkey experiments. We know that we have to feel like we belong, and a group does that for us, or a social network does that for us. Second, and this is probably the most important, they give us support. They help us. When there was a fire at my neighbor's house that damaged my house a little bit, I knew who my social network was because they all showed up at my house. Uh, one of the ladies in my neighborhood, she got donuts for everybody, including the firefighters. Um, one of the other teachers who happens to live by me helped me spray my house down so that it didn't catch on fire. We had uh, religious leaders coming over. We had um, work friends coming over. We had uh, my wife's work friends coming over. We, we saw so much support, people that were willing to help us. Um, I'm going to add for you that uh, remember that you don't always see your support network, especially if you don't communicate with them that you need support. If you show up, though, and cry for help, they tend to help. Okay, along with support, it's really a subcategory of that, but we use our social network at work. We use it to spread our contacts around. We use it to make new contacts. We use it to get jobs. We use it for all kinds of things.